Welcome back to, to the Club of the Unloved. This is White Hands from Cast 2. And this is White Hands from Cast number 1. So this one will be mine. So my name is Charlotte, obviously. Um, and this will mostly be focusing on my work as White Hands from Cast 2 and the stuff that we did while doing the play doing of the play, Tristan yeah. years old. <laughs> so yeah. So uh, let's start with, can you detail your role and the role of others in your group and what led to the initial creative decisions being made in terms of content and a style and the performance of the piece? So I played um, White Hands, who we find out later on in the play is Tristan's wife. Um, I actually auditioned for this role with that monologue, so I knew that she was Tristan's wife before we even started doing the play. So I kind of used that little bit of knowledge to help influence the rest of the play. When it came for me to read it through, I was reading certain lines and I was like, ah, I got it. She's angry because she doesn't get love from her husband and all that stuff. So I don't know why, I kind of imagined her like a really sad and mournful character yeah kind of also kind of like a ghost like i don't know why but i kind of imagined her like the ghost of like christmas past or whatever yes i like that so yeah, like yeah. she's always in the background and like she's dipping and darting around the scene but no one acknowledges her yeah but then i also kind of feel like tristan does kind of acknowledge her but then it chooses to ignore her because yeah, obviously he doesn't that. love her yeah so he's like <laughs> but um yeah obviously the Tristan um for my cast was played by Cameron and the White Hands was Kate no, no the assault was Kate the White yeah. Hands is me but um when it came to like kind of interacting with those characters I kind of saw like sorrow I always imagined her to be more sad than angry like yeah. I imagine obviously like sometimes the sadness turns to anger but I imagined her more to be like this sad sorrowful kind of like deflated character yeah I don't know why but and you did that very well because I, I really liked how like both of the cast we really we really did such different mm -hmm. white hands I really like the portrayal of the ghost which I also wanted to play with that and yeah. I got to do that towards the end but like I kind of feel like also as well my real life definitely influenced that audition <laughs> at and, the time yeah at the time and at that time i was feeling very deflated yes. and like heartbroken so i kind of feel like that definitely influenced how i played white hands yeah. so much because it definitely influenced the audition and then i liked how i did it in that audition so i was like i'm gonna yeah keep this in the actual thing because the deflated just kind of worked yeah yeah it just felt good yeah know? yeah okay so uh what other artistic work influenced your performance materials and what artistic work did you specifically research um i tried finding clips and stuff on youtube just to see how other people did it 
and then maybe try and steal some of that stuff in my own work. <laughs> but there wasn't really that much. There really wasn't, I tried my best as well. Yeah, there's really not that much in terms of the whole play itself to watch. Very little on White Hands herself. And the movie didn't help at all either. <laughs> no, there's like absolutely nothing to watch in terms of this. So I kind of feel like it was all dependent on me yeah. and like how I interpreted the character. So there wasn't really much to research. I Obviously, we researched the poem uh, Wild Nights by Emily Bronte. Yeah. But I kind of... I don't know why, I kind of felt like that was like a really gothic and sad poem. Yes, yes. So, that's... Also, it was happening in a very, very yeah. horrible moment in the play as well. Yeah, the whole thing is a horrible <laughs> thing for White Hands. <laughs> Uh, but it's kind of like, yeah, given the circumstance and the context of where it is within the play, I was like, God, that is so depressing. So I kind of like researched into that, which then reminded me of the whole like romantic um, tragedy era within poems and that. You know what Back it reminds from year me of? 11 GCC literature, love that. Yeah, you know, uh, Tristan mentioned Taylor Swift. Yes, and, <laughs> like depressed love songs. Yeah, uh, and, and uh, you know the song Love Story, where she's just like yeah. in the castle, and she's just like, yeah, you were kind of like that. Yeah. Like really sad, like looking at the, the love story that isn't even yours. Literally. And I love that. I kind When we were performing it, it was kind of like, I don't know why, but in my head, I was kind of feeling like she would be thinking, I want that to be me. Yeah. Like, I want to have that connection with Tristan, but I can't. Yeah. And the fact that she can't is physically breaking her. Yeah. So it's kind of like, I don't really know if it's like remorseful is the right word, but it's kind of like she's she's longing to be loved. And yeah. the fact that she's literally watching him love someone else, it's, it's just, just so like, horrible, oh my man. God. It's really It's bad. so depressing. <clears throat> okay, so what did you discover in your work? Answer that one first. I play being depressed rather well. <laughs> you I enjoy being think. depressed. Yeah. Um, one thing that I definitely discovered in my work is, uh, well, I actually discovered a new way of learning lines because I really struggled with some of those lines because I don't know why. I kind of feel like it's like the style of the script is not what I'm used to at all. Mm -hmm. So I really struggled to learn the lines, especially if it's like the same stuff like there's this one bit it's in the forest after they run away that little paragraph my head would not take it in because of the word dust and dusk oh yes i remember that yeah because my yeah. head was seeing them as the same word yeah which was then confusing me for the actual lines because i was yeah. like the lines aren't making sense yeah because i'm getting these words wrong yeah so i had to learn a new way of learning lines that my mate actually told me because he was like oh a way that i learn lines with my dyslexia is i do this so i then tried that which actually worked really really well so i'm very grateful of him to I personally tell me the, that the line learning uh, yeah one that tristan recommended our teacher mm -hmm. and it really helped for me because i do learn things by hearing them so i learn things by doing yeah because oh, yeah. i'm like a physical learner like if i don't physically do it or yeah. physically see because i have to write my lines out so I had to write out the order of the words that I was getting confused. Yeah. So I had to like listen to them and then 
do the physical yeah. after just to like remember mm-hmm. what was but like for me it was more of a hearing kind of thing yeah that's so interesting i really love that yeah um <clears throat> so where do you see your work best place in terms of genre and audience what was your best part i definitely say the monologue as well yeah hundred <laughs> percent. We really enjoy that, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. I kind of feel like, obviously, because I've performed it more times because of the um, audition, because obviously I've already performed it in that one time, yeah. I was kind of thinking back to that and kind of like taking upon the feedback that Tristan told me then, because I remember he told me, talk as if you're like talking to the moon, like directly to the moon. Oh, I love that. In this whole like romantic tragedy thing, like I'm talking to the moon and I'm telling yes. my heartbreak to it because, yeah. you know, the moon yeah. is romantic apparently. <laughs> it um, really is. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I was kind of seeing. It was kind of like, I knew that Karen was behind me and I knew that Tristan, obviously Cameron is Tristan, was behind me. So I had to be aware of like him so I couldn't ignore him, but then I also wanted to implement that talking to the moon kind of thing. So when I wasn't looking at him, I was talking to the moon. And then also as well, I was choosing to lean on like the posts to kind of give myself like... The deflated. Yeah, to give that like deflated kind of feel. And when um, Kate comes rushing in, I just move to the back. That's my favorite part. Because it's kind of like, again like the whole love scene it's like i want that i want the connection that you two have but i can't and i'm doing this whole depressing monologue about it and i want it but i can't have it so i chose to stay in the back and then i like used that to kind of help with the whole depressed mood because i wanted it to be really emotional yeah i wanted it to be more like sadness than anger yeah because i personally kind of feel like in that monologue she was giving up like she was yes, giving up 100%. loving him yeah because it's kind of like she she decided she gave up being being yeah good. and she says it she's like yeah to hell to be good anymore literally i kind of feel like she's like i love you but i also respect myself and because of that, I can no longer love you. And it's kind of like she was giving up the love, but she didn't want to. No matter she how bad he feels, treated her, she, she feels still like loved she wasted it. time. Literally. Well. Yeah, so it's one, yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's just really sad. It's really sad. It's yeah. Really, really sad. Like, I remember when I first read it, I was like, oh my God, this is so sad. So I definitely wanted it to be more sad than angry because of how I felt when I first read it. I was just like, oh my God, I want to cry now. <laughs> so I was like, I want other people to cry. I yes. will make other people cry. Yeah. Okay, so what is the social and cultural importance of your work? Of the work you created? Social, I kind of feel like, I don't know why, I kind of feel like White House wasn't of a high, like, social standard. Yeah. I kind of feel like she was... Not, I wouldn't, I don't want to say a nothing character. No, she wasn't. She was really important in the but, play. Yeah, no, like in terms of like social yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. thing, she was a kind of nothing. Like she wasn't a nobleman. She wasn't a peasant. She wasn't like she was a king or a queen. She was a nothing. Yeah, I get that. And she I was kind of. Because she wasn't loved. Yes. Yeah. And I kind of feel like. I wanted to bring like 
people like that from real life into that. Like when Ed was like, when people are unloved, they're just like forgotten. Yeah. Like how you just see people yeah. like on the tube stations and no one like bats an eyelid at them because they are unloved, like they're in their own little bubble. Yeah. So I kind of wanted to bring that aspect of society and the fact that we literally have forgotten and love people in our world yeah like right now i want to bring that in there and i also really wanted it to like be like that romantic tragic depressed gothic poem era i cannot remember what it's called like the romantic tragedy of like literature yeah era yeah. I don't know why, but that's exactly what my head went to when I read that monologue. And I can't lie, you did. You, I think you did that very well. Thank you very I much. I think you really did it very well. Thank you. And now, um, your personal conclusion. Conclusion. <laughs> English. English. <laughs> uh, in, in hindsight, what were the highs and lows of the project? Any fun added talks um, memories? And what would you change and or wish to repeat in your approach to making a scripted interdisciplinary performance in the future? Um, I enjoyed the whole thing as a whole. I, it felt good to get back to doing scripted work because I did loads of scripted work in sick form. And it just felt good to get back in the swing of things and back into actually performing. It just felt absolutely brilliant. And being given such a strong character for the like return as well, it just made us feel so brilliant. And it was like, yes, finally I'm back and doing something that I'm somewhat good at. It's brilliant. And we opened and closed. Exactly. Which is like so much, you know what I mean? Exactly. Uh, one thing that I actually really enjoyed was the mambo. Because oh. <laughs> the whole learning of that one section was just so chaotic that it was fun. Yeah. And it's like we brought that whole chaoticness into the actual mambo itself and i absolutely loved it because like i was ill when we originally learned the mambo so i had to learn it literally that week and i had to learn it with kate and i was like oh i love that i haven't got a bloody clue what i'm doing but i'm having fun while i'm doing it i did manage to learn it obviously but it was just really fun yeah Uh, one thing I think in hindsight was the timing. I really wish that Cast 2 got a lot more time yeah. because personally I put in so much effort of like trying to find new ways to learn the lines that worked with my brain. Yeah. I literally was stressing myself out so much on the fact that my lines weren't going in mm-hmm. and I managed to get them in yeah. and then I couldn't show them off. Yeah. Cause I've like this script has just like proven to me how like muddled up my brain is at yeah. the moment. So I definitely do need to get the Lexi test. But <laughs> it's yeah. just like I worked so hard and I just really wish that I'd like got those lines out. Yeah. I feel like if I'd got out those two paragraphs that I was struggling with, I would have felt so much more accomplished. Yeah. Because those two I had the whole script down yeah but those two paragraphs oh yeah those but I remember yeah you, you were, they were messing with your head yeah. <clears throat> yeah I struggled so much with those two I yeah. kind of feel like if I had managed to get them out it would have been like all of it was worth it I mean it was worth it anyway yeah but just the stress of those two paragraphs yes yeah. but you got it though I feel like it was it was really good that that Tristan our teacher Tristan, mm-hmm. um, at the end when Cass did the monologue, 
was like, everyone get ready for Charlotte's monologue now. Yeah. I really like that you got that as well. Yeah, you know what I, mean? and I love that monologue. Yeah, and it's such a brilliant monologue. I really like it. it it's probably like, one of my favourites that I've done. Yeah. I've done quite a few. And we, and we were like able to do it in there. Yeah. So... I, I mean, it sucked the time, but yeah. that monologue, which was like the cherry on top for us, yeah. just there. the cherry on top of the depressing case. <laughs> yes, we got to do it. it you know brilliant. what I mean? That was kind of like our big "this is me" moment. All eyes on me. You watch this monologue. Yeah, and we got it. Yeah, and we enjoy that, don't we? We did. <laughs> we loved it. Yeah, and I think that's it. That's a wrap. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's just a description <laughs> on the learning process of my white hands from cast two of Tristan and Yuzal. So yeah. So again, hope you have a great week. Yeah. Enjoy your dinner if you're and we'll see you next year, Tristan. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye bye. <laughs>